Welcome to Let's Chit Chat, sis. And I'm Kimmy. And tonight's lunch is full. We have. We have. Wait to say hello. I couldn't wait. Hey, hello, hello, hello. I mean, because the porch is full, you know. And I don't know if we can fit another body on this porch, but we have all the regulars on here. And we're going to have a real sensitive topic that we're going to talk about tonight. But before we get started, we're going to introduce everybody on the porch today. Because, of course, I said myself, I'm Kimmy. And we have my sister girl, Chauncey. We got our regular day. And we got our baby girl, Val. So everybody, each and every one of y'all, please say hi to everybody on the porch today. Well, I couldn't hey, everybody. Let me say hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> hey, hey. Party over here. So <laughs> we're on the porch tonight, and we're going to have a topic that um, is a big headliner in the news lately. Um, you know, we had uh, a tragic situation happen in the Asian community, and um, it, it struck home to people of color, because we experienced this um, probably when it was about two years ago, or am I on target with um, the the killings in um, South Carolina with uh, Bill and Ruth? Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we saw what happened to these innocent Asian people, it sparked conversation about, you know, what role do we play in supporting the Asian community? And what role um, do they play in supporting us? You know what I mean? And the topic came up. Um, we actually looked at this on social media. Um, Celeste, you can probably jump in. It's, we saw a young lady went on TikTok talking about this. Yes. Yeah, that's how. An influencer. Yeah. An influencer. She, Go ahead. Celeste. She was very upset about the topic. I mean, what when I came across the, the I wish I knew her name. Um, the young lady was asked to make a comment about what support looks like and whether we should support, you know, them in this, you know, tragedy that happened. And um, she was adamant. She wasn't going to make any comments because she didn't feel like it would be good to her platform. (laughs) So yeah, that was deep. Hmm. And and that, that spoke in volumes because, you know, basically um, it's a touchy situation because we have a long, long history of suffrage and struggling and of um, terrible things happening to people of color. Um, lynching, death, you know, murder, a laundry list, list of things happening to us. And not to exclude what has happened to the Asian community, we just can all um, roll it up to white supremacy, you know, and that, um, we had a little brief conversation before we actually, you know, started to record. And um, Chauncey made a comment. Um, and Chauncey, you jump in and tell everybody what your comment was because it was it was so appropriate and it was so relatable to what um, that situation actually is. I think it's similar to what we we've all been going through, even with COVID and everything. We're all in the same storm. We're just in different boats. So how we are managing and how we are dealing with what is happening, um, how often it's happening, the attacks on the Asian and Pacific Islander community has been on an increase. 
And quite honestly, it's been on an increase ever since the quote unquote Chinese virus has um, has come into our midst. And I think that that is why it has been more profound, not that it hasn't happened before, but not in this way. And so um, as far as, you know, how we feel about how we'll support them and how our relationship is in, in our communities and things of that nature, I think it's, I think it's hard to describe. It's hard to describe for me because how I see it and how it, how I live it are two totally different things. And like I said before, I think that when we address systemic racism, it will, it will help every community that is affected. But by and large, here in the United States, we are affected at a higher rate than anyone else. And as usual, just like with the civil rights movement, when things start to pan out, there will be others that benefit from when those changes are made. When we started seeing the benefits of civil of the civil rights struggle and things begin to change, um, it was white women that benefited from the civil rights struggle more than anybody. And so that's why a lot of their responsibility to reach back to all of us to make sure that they are allies is so important because they were the ones who benefited the most, even more so than um, our black community. Well, I, I think um, and we all, we're all gonna go around. Um, I think that when I actually heard what happened, naturally you have this deep feeling of sympathy because this it's the loss of life. It's the loss of life, you know? Um, and you you think about anyone um, losing their lives over something senseless is is horrific. You know what I mean? Um, then when I started to you know hear like um, how are we going to support the Asian community? I I kind of started to think about the ways of supporting them. Like what ways are we asking to be supported? You know, because I think it's apple to oranges when we start to talk about support. Okay. Because um, when we start to talk about support that the African-American community needs for support is um, a total different um, genre or theme or whatever you want to call it than what the Asian community needs. I think that giving them empathy is something that we all should give because that should be your human nature that you feel sorry for someone or feel their pain. But when um, we're expected to do anything else, I think that that's where we start to turn the corner because I don't even think it should be compared. That's just my thought. I don't think it should be compared because our suffrage is a long time. I even saw on the media where, you know, um, you know, during uh, World War One, you know, when they were and um, put in camps and things like that. They were comparing it to slavery. Okay, slavery went on for 400 years, you know, and I think that that's, that's no comparison at all. Um, I think we have to draw the line on trying to force a situation, you know, that we are all in different boats at this time. We're still waiting for people to support us, but that's, that's me speaking in, in the aspect because before this actually happened, um, was the Asian community supporting supporting us? Were they supporting African no. American people? 
No, no, they're not. They're not. Not at all. And, and, and if I could just chime in and say, um, first of all, I, I just want to just go on record and say I stand with the human race against any form of hatred and bigotry. Okay, there's absolutely no place for that. Um, however, we're we are different here, and to be truth be told, nobody's discussing this point. But I personally experienced racism from Asian community. And this is another reason why, yeah, we will all, I will empathize with loss of life. I will empathize with these hate crimes and these, you know, these hate groups and these organizations right now that are trying to, at any cost, as, as white folks have always done with their guns and their power, they want to take and control and manipulate everything to their uh, favor. So these groups now that are out here attacking people, I stand against all of that, uh, regardless who the race is. Mm -hmm. This is where the difference is for me, though, uh, the Asian community, one, never supported any of our, in, I mean, from the time of post-slavery, during the Jim Crow laws, during the civil rights movement, all the way up to Black Lives Matter. We've never had support of that community. That community has never really had a lot of respect for us. And I'm saying this is, 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 is what we see that's truly going on in the community. Now, that doesn't mean I wouldn't have a conversation with them to try to strengthen the race relations. Mm -hmm. You know, in that supportive way, I would be open-minded to that. But I have experienced racism. I know for a fact in the community, Black community, the relationship between the Asian community is not good at all. You know, but yes, we do. We do go and support them. We buy their products. We go in their stores, you know, you know and, and we almost feel like we have to. In some cases, we do, you know. It's called supply chain. Yeah, and I want to go on record to say I try to go to Sally's, okay? I try to go to Sally's and get stuff sometimes, you know. I, I just I just hate that I got to go down there to that little Asian store for real sometimes because of what has happened in the past. And I think that sensitivity will remain that way um, because they have been very racist towards us. I, I, I agree with you because um, everybody knows here that I do, you know, I've done here for 30 years and um, I, I kept my license and I keep my license so I can buy professional products. So I don't have to be um, in that type of situation. I'll just say that the situation of um, being almost bartered for beauty products when um, I know that I can get products for a third of the price that is being sold for because I have a license and even being um, filled with mis conceptions of what is needed for my type of hair. You know what I mean? When I'm, uh, I'm the creator of it, you know, I'm the founder and the creator of it that I have no control over, you know, and, um, and I still have, I'm still not given the respect because of it. So I really will not patronize anyone does, that does not respect my culture. I will not do it at all. And it's not to be offensive to anybody else, but everything that um, I know far as the hair care line, 
we created it. You know what I mean? We created it. And you can't come in and tell me something different and think that I'm supposed to abide by it. It's just not going to, um, I and, and then have no respect towards me and talk down to me and think I want to come in your store, steal something and, you know, all demonize me because you think you, because you monopolize, not think, because you have monopolized the market. And um, Exactly, exactly. Whose fault is that, though? Hmm? I mean, I, whose fault is that? For me, it's, it's like... Our fault. You're right. The, it's our fault. You're right. The Asian... The Asian community has not respected the black community mm-hmm. um, a lot. But I think when we think about there being sort of this this power struggle going on, so we have a group of people who are angry. The 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 some of the videos that I've seen were African Americans attacking Asians. Um and I feel like there is a there is a society of people that pit us all against each other. Because if tomorrow there were no black and brown people, there would then have to be someone who somebody needed to step on, right? I feel like we understand what it means to be oppressed. So why do we think it's okay to oppress somebody else? Because that is how we all got started from into racism, you know, indentured servants, feel like, oh, well, I'm going to lift you up a little bit and put these black people down here. And they fighting, you know, the white people that that got a little step up fighting to keep their little spot want to oppress black people. Now, uh, black people want to oppress Asians and then we want to oppress Indians. Like, it's a vicious cycle. So when when, when we say that we need to... I think... Oh, no, no. There is no... She's, what she's saying has a lot of validity to what she's saying. I don't think we, I don't think we're oppressing them. I don't. I think the word. I'm not, what I'm saying is that there always seems to be a need to oppress someone. If we were not, if black and brown people disappeared tomorrow, somebody would be oppressed. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's the crab. It's the crab in the barrel. It'll be them. It'll be them. Exactly. Yes. I, I agree. So if we know what that feels like then why is it okay to do it to someone else? When you say support, support to me simply means that's wrong. And we can't blame all of our oppression on a group of people because, yeah, there are some uh, Asians, not all, but there are some Asians that discriminate against uh, Black people. You know, you go into their store, they follow you around. But guess what? They do big time market because we patronize them. Guess what? Because we ain't going to patronize. We'd rather patronize them than we would to patronize each other. That's well, not everybody. You know, like we, we have this whole. Now, let me ask you one question. I'm going to reverse this to you. You say that we patronize them, correct? Before we patronize each other. That, that's, a, that's a cultural thing. But that has nothing to do with. We now are now going to. Uh, try to help our oppressor because the Asian community has been a part of uh, an oppressive of uh, an oppressor to us because just because you have I mean first of all foremost they own majority of everything and it's not just because of us as people of color that goes for Caucasian people or anybody you know what I mean but it's just that what they own 
It's just the relationship between us and them. You know what I mean? We, If we had a better relationship, it's more to what Jay was saying. If we had a better relationship and maybe that's something that we could work on, it doesn't mean that um, I have to automatically look at this and say, okay, because you may be the next oppressor if I'm not here. And I should be what I'm saying is this. I'm saying that I'm saying what I'm saying is this. Sometimes there's a belief system, right? That maybe other cultures have based on whatever, whether it's social media, whether it's mark, just like people believe certain things about black people. Asians believe certain things about black people. Black people believe certain things about Asians. Jews believe there is this uh, un. People have stereotypes, right? Mm-hmm. So Asian people might believe I'm coming here into this this town. I'm gonna, you know, sell this stuff, chicken to these black people, and they gonna buy it. And we do. Oh, and that's okay. Well, I don't know if it's okay. But, but because it's, what it's I'm not saying is that okay. I'm not saying not do that. No, I'm not saying that it's okay or it's not okay. It's what it is. It's what it is. I I ain't making it like that. That's what it is. From that. Because until you... But but that's you. you That's you. But they make millions of dollars off of us. Exactly. They make millions of dollars off of us. And guess what? And millions of dollars off of us, then I deserve to have respect. So here's my okay, question. You, you, I'm not, you, let me say this though. To me, this is you're right. You do deserve to have respect. Absolutely. What I'm what I'm trying to say is that we pit each we you know the the the, the king talked about the human race, right? And I'm talking about operating from a human race. As a human race, I don't care what you are. Empathy for them for their loss. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the market. That doesn't make me less empathetic for what they went through. That has nothing to do with it. I'm talking about. I don't. I have the right to spend my dollars where people respect me. Absolutely do. And and that does not make me less of any type of a person because. I do. I feel empathetic for the loss of life because I'm a human being first and a Christian woman first. Mm-hmm. But are you saying that all Asians, no. all Asians have this mind? Are you saying that all Asians are disrespectful? I say when we look at, we're looking at them as a whole. I, I can't say individually because I have relationships with Asian people is individual friends and friendships and certain things where that you, you're, you're, we're muddy in the waters right here. That's not true. But you sound like white people saying that some of my best friends are black. I mean, what's the difference? I'm just saying. We're operating from a human perspective. We can't categorize everybody in the same boat. We we're perpetuating what's too, being done to us. That's I just do, my that's just my take. My money at, and it okay. won't be there. Let's, it won't. Let's, let's look at let's look at this from a different angle. If 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 we decide that we're going to support them, what does that look like? Because the last thing that's I want to have happen is what does that look like? If the you last thing I need to have happen. I think the support we can give them is to make sure that we're not, as a as a community, causing any more destruction or, to them. 
Right. We're you not hurting them, like beating them, killing them. Packing them. Not exactly. Not getting in on this whole whatever's going on type exactly. of thing. We got our own issues going on. We That's got my thought. Issue. That's why we say it's what, not a fight. What other, what other forms of, everybody tell me, I mean, because I'm lost. When I hear support, I hear things like the rallying. We don't need to go outside and do nothing. Exactly. They, they don't mind killing us. They, they need, need to, to go outside when it was a low people. I mean, we didn't go outside for Black Lives Matter, really, if we really want to be real. Exactly. Those were really young white people. So we ain't go outside then. So mm-hmm. we ain't, I mean, anybody. Well, we know why the young white people did it. We know why the young white people did it, though. I mean, in my opinion, it was just, you know, an opportunity to save face because they act like nothing was going on for all these years. And now all of a sudden, Black Lives Matter. But Well, let me just say this. I, I, I do believe, I do believe, um, this past year, the unfortunate murdering of George Floyd did awaken the consciousness of this nation. I do too. And particularly with this younger generation of yeah. white America. The younger people. And, and again, why, where, where were they sleeping 100%. at? Where was they sleeping at? Where were they sleeping at? In the cat, cat cave or something? They were sleeping all this time. I think that younger people are just more open-minded. I just do. I think that Whoa. I I'm that's just my opinion. I think that they're just more open-minded to to be acceptive. I mean, um, but one thing that kind of sparked me today, and probably if anybody is following the George, George Floyd um trial right now, um from the time George Floyd was killed, he was at sixty-six percent where people thought he was murdered. And now it's down to 33%. You know, that's a vast difference, you know, of, of this man being murdered. But, you know, opinions change, people change. Um, I think that people become um, unengaged on what they think is important and what is not. So when I think about what young people were doing when Black Lives Matter, when George Floyd was killed, um, Breonna Taylor, you know, um, was sensibly murdered, sensibly murdered in her, her, her bed at night. It, it brought um, an awakening, you know, to say, hey, it, it, this issue is going on too long. You know what I mean? Um, do we have our own problems in the community? Yes, I think. But what we're talking about here is what does the support that we're asking to be given to the Asian community? Because well, right now um, we don't have the monetary money to support you. You know, we um, we don't have. Um, resources like as a whole because we're our percentage of what we have is lower than anyone you see what i'm saying so what does that support need means because now we're being compared to say you you guys are just like them you know what i mean you have the same issue they have um white supremacy people don't like y'all either and don't like asian people either so y'all should come together and kumbaya and and rally together and um say the struggle is real you, you see ain't nobody doing all that Ain't nobody going to do that. They even want our support? But they not going to support? That's a good question, Celeste. Do they? I, I, I wouldn't think so. Do they? Chauncey, I wouldn't think they so. What do you think? Do they want our support? So how I see it, it, I see it on multiple different levels because when we say Asian and Pacific Islanders, we are lumping them all together, but in no way are they the same and in no way do they view us the same. Um, 
being that I've gone to an international high school, I've lived abroad, how I see things and my relationship with them has, I have a different view. Um, And with that being the case, they're classes among themselves. Um, And so what I go back to what, um, what Val was saying with the attitude of the crabs in the barrel syndrome, right? So she made a good point when she said if black and brown people were removed from the situation, what would be, what would it look like at that point? Um, somebody's always going to be oppressed and there's always going to be an oppressor. Um, the way that the, 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 the world works is that it's been colonized by the white man and the majority of the world. But when you go to these places and you go to these countries and you are amongst their people, how they treat you and how you're treated is completely different. The relationship is different. It's once we once we all arrive here, it's once we're here in the United States that things begin to change, that things, um, you know, in, in all honesty, the way that we are sometimes anybody below black people, you're lower on the chain from each race and stuff that you are, right? So it's white people and then it's black people and then it's Indian people or Mexicans or whatever. And then the lower you are on the food chain is the determination as to how you're treated. That's a good um, point, Johnson. But don't you think the Asians, if the white folks put the Asians ahead of us? They all put them all ahead of us. I, 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 I think at the end of the day, some people feel that way, but I feel like you know who's at the top and who's at the bottom is how we manage our money, not spend our money. We're at the bottom. We manage that we're bo- bottom. our money. And we're, we're at, at the bottom. bottom. And we're at the bottom because we don't manage our money as well as they manage their money. You go to any major city in this country, there's a Chinatown. And so when you go to economics, we don't have our own anything. So it is about, right. It is about economics, right? So when you go down to Chinatown, if anything was happening in Chinatown, very rarely in Philadelphia do you hear about it on the news. And why don't mm-hmm. you hear about it on the news? Because they handle their problems in-house. Exactly. I don't and even think so, they want our support. And it, it's not that they don't want our support. Probably, probably the thing is, what. <laughs> but you know what? It's like having, it's like they say too many cooks spoil the pot. It's not that they don't want our help. It's the fact of the matter is let's deal with it and let's deal with it now because that's the only way to address any issue is to deal with it right away. When you start having other people come in and dictate or or want to, uh, you know, take over or whatever, now you lose control of the situation and you can't. That's, and that's why I think that they I'm not saying that they don't want our support like we beneath them. I think they just handle their own stuff. But but that is coming in and mess it up. No, it's not right, but that doesn't mean they don't want our support, right? So what's happening is look look at the difference in the timing, right? So in one year, crimes against them have raised up more than 50%, right? They're not waiting five years before they ask for help. We do, but they're not waiting five years before they ask for help. They're asking for help right away, however it looks, right? It may not be perfect the way it comes to them. The support may not be perfect in the way that it comes to them, but they're not going to allow a thousand more of them to be killed in the name of, you know, um, 
a race war before they turn around and ask for help, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to demand it right away, right? So let me let me get this clear. Are you saying that we don't ask for help? No, what I'm you saying. Said five years. I'm about to ask five about years. that. Like, what does five that years. mean? No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying demanding it. So look at look in what they're look at how quickly because they are respected more than we are. That's why. Because economically they handle their we're at the bottom of the food chain and that's why we don't get respected. Right. That's why our tolerance and stuff for four hundred years is not it's overlooked. But you know why it's overlooked? Because we because we don't take our money away. See, it's more to that. It's more to that. You cannot just say that trying to be black folks are black folks are black folks are black folks black Mm-hmm. So that's not mismanagement of money. That is intentionally done. That's all the way back from the Jim Crow slavery, sharecroppers, on, on, and But, Kim, but Kim, what Kim, they did it. But what I'm saying, you got to say, you can't, you, that's the apple and the orange. You can't compare that. That's not. Okay. That's not but what I'm saying to you is, but you, but you can compare it. We feel like you can't. When they, when Greenwood was started, when Black Wall Street was started, they had, they started somewhere with they all that. We, down. Wait a minute. What I'm saying to you is with all that we have done, all that we have, if you decided tomorrow that you were just going to take your money and you were going to put it in one place versus the other, I'm just simply saying we spend our money anywhere and everywhere. We spend our money on Gucci. We'd rather spend it on Gucci. Okay, than you, to, let me, let me finish making my point. Let me finish, let me finish. these places that were burnt down by white folks. Listen, okay, what I'm saying to you is you're still missing the it's so still the ideology money on Gucci, but the ideology behind it. They rather spend it on Gucci than not spend it at all. Yeah, have, money sitting in the, have money sitting in the bank. Yeah, because yeah, I got money oh, in the bank. I got Gucci pockets in the bank. Can I say this? Can I say this? I can't talk about black folks as a whole like that because I think that's that's let me say this. I, I am. I am. Look, I sit on a national health equity committee. I am so pro-black. It is pathetic. I'm always, you know, rallying for my people because I believe in us. But we we have a hard time telling the truth about ourselves. Here's the thing. When you think about the Asian community, when you think about the Latino community, when you think about the Jewish community and then you just think about the black community, what thing separates us? There is something that they do together that kind of builds their wealth together, invest in each other together. Now, come on. We don't do that. Do you think that is? Now, I, I, wait a minute. Oh, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me, let me finish. I absolutely. Okay understand of all the systematic racism that creates all of these inequities. I get it. Teach it. Talk about it all day long. I get it. But there is some responsibility that is ours. That's just real. It's absolutely real. 
but you cannot, you cannot eliminate that as a major cause of why. Why you know what? Are, I, I, I about, let me tell you something. At the bottom. I, but look, I could go on Facebook right now and post a picture of myself looking crazy and I'll get a thousand, thousand likes. I could go on the Facebook right now and talk about financial counseling. Do it. Hey, y'all, let's, let's come together and, you know, get a community. I say to the drug dealers, bro, I would have more respect for you if you bought this block with the money that you're making. Guess what? Crickets. We don't want to talk about that. But we will stand around the block a week after the the pandemic. We was lined up to buy sneakers. Why do we think our first time being supportive should be for somebody else? Nobody says to come out of our pocket. What is wrong with the word support? Nobody ain't say spend your money. They just said the word support. That can mean hey, that's terrible. Right. But why not start supporting each other and learn how to do it first before we go offer support to somebody else? That's like you say all the time, Celeste. How you gonna go take care of somebody else and you even take care of yourself? Take care of yourself. Because if I was in the Asian community, I would say, I I don't really need y'all. Y'all good. Because y'all all all over the place. I got this. And then when you categorize this, is that, you know, uh, people are are spending them, black folks don't know how to spend money. They're doing this stuff, buying Gucci pocketbooks and all this stuff like that. I I think that we're, we're, we're demeaning our own selves. Give ourselves some more. No, we're telling the truth. I love black people. We are smart. We are intelligent. We were the first woman was a black woman. Yes, we know all of that. But you know what? Every time we talk about us, it ain't. Look, my mama used to say right is right and wrong is wrong. I love us. We are brilliant. That's why people copy us. But we got some shit with us, too. Let's be real. Okay. And the shit with us is. stuff to do with their self. They do. And everybody has stuff to do with their selves. And they do. And, then, you know, we can't put everybody in that same boat. And I, and I think it's offensive. Well, we put all the Asian people just, in the same boat, so well, why not put us in the same they boat? Have shown, they have shown. Because so, they have a tight-knit community the way they do, I cannot, I cannot speak for them where I say, hey, I know this group of Asians right here are supporting these Black folks. Do you know about? Do you know that they're not? Do you know that they're not? But I'm saying, help you get that, get that who intentionally looks out for black folks intentionally. But I do. And I know quite a few of the Christian churches that are in black neighborhoods right over there in Southwest Philadelphia. And they put a lot of money back into the communities. They put a lot of money into the healthcare systems that are over there. And they do a lot of work. That's why I'm saying it is it's hard to lump everybody together. And more importantly, it's more about what um, Celeste was saying and what do they mean by support. That's exactly so, what I said at first, too. I said, she's what do they need as support? Provide those monetary things. We can't provide think. the kind of support that we're asking for. And why can't it be okay that we learn how to support each other first and then support outward? Well, because again, it depends on what type of support that you're talking about. I think that the support, 
I believe that the support that they're asking for is to not, while we're in the midst of Black Lives Matter and we're in the midst of this social justice reform, that we not forget that this is on the rise and this is happening to us, not to let it be forgotten that they are being attacked for this particular reason. And so for us to just keep that fight going, but keep them in the forefront of their mind, of our minds when this while this is happening. That's what I believe that they're asking for about support. It has nothing to do with the financial I, thing. It has not been. And so are, that we they're, still, are we still fighting Black Lives Matter? Oh, we are. Absolutely. Is, 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 oh, we really see, are? So this is what I wanted to just say. Let me just say this. The, the point of the economics is an excellent point, okay? Because you're absolutely right, Chauncey. In your dollar, there's power. Right. And when you unify your dollar, there's power. But I think we're talking about still two different issues here. And the, the relation, race relations between the black community, and Asian community have not been good. And the support, whether any kind of support that they're asking from us, I think there's always going to be some human empathy for loss of life. Okay. I think there always will be. But one thing about Blacks and our group that no other group has ever endured is slavery to the point of what we've had to endure as a race of people. So I do empathize with hatred and acts of racism and other things towards other groups, but there is not going to be, uh, especially not from, from, from many of the Black males, because Asians always look down towards us. I mean, always. I've, I've yet to run into any of them that I was not spending money with that would show me any kind of respect. And so I'm sorry that it's staying on top of it. Yeah, I just right. But yeah, I feel and, like and, if I see somebody being attacked, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you look like. I don't care about any of that. If I see it, I'm going to say something. That's the support you're going to get from me. The support you're going to get from me is that I'm going to raise my children and help to raise my grandchildren, that they won't look at anybody any differently and how they treat everyone will be the same. That's the support that you will get from me. But if I see a bunch of young bloods out there and they, they saying something and it's coming off a little sideways and it's coming off to somebody of Asian descent or whatever, I'm going to speak up. I might right. get my ass whipped you, you, you in the meantime. Be careful with your intervention, Listen, now, Charles. I be might, careful. No, right. I might get my ass whipped in the meantime. I think. But we, I think we're. I but think for we're me, I'll be able to lay my head down and go to sleep at night. Well, that's and that, the I, support they'll get from me. Okay. Right. One, and I actually I, agree with you that that I stand, as I said earlier, I stand with the human race against any form of hatred, bigotry. Absolutely. And I wouldn't say that I would not intervene if I were to be in the presence of something like that, because right. my heart is to protect what's right, right? okay? And I'm not gonna see someone, uh, you know, uh, attacking against somebody defenseless, all right, regardless. Uh -huh. I, so I do stand with you in that. I'm just saying from the perspective that I don't think the Asian community cares whether we support them or not. That's what Truthfully, I feel I, don't. I, I really don't I, think I, that. I don't, I don't think, think the Asian community yeah. only cares about is that when we come in our stores, we don't steal anything. That's what I'm saying. That, that they just, we don't take nothing out of it that we didn't pay for. Right. You know, that's really, right. You know, and if we call in our order, we need to pay for it on the phone. I just don't think they really, really care about our support. 
really don't. They look down at us. And I know, I'm just saying, and I know, I know that there are good people of all races that would do all they can to help people and stand in the gap against hatred. Asians, Latinos, uh, Jews, everyone that will stand together in that. But I'm saying on the topic of is it our fight? No. no. Are, are, are we going to... And you know what? The word was We're all saying the same thing. I think we're all saying the same thing. Right. We say that we all have human love and empathy for anybody's race that we wouldn't want to see anybody get hurt, beat, killed, or anything like that. We're not going to sit there and let and see an Asian person getting beat up or saying we're going to turn our back. We're not saying any of that. You know well, that, well you may not be you may not be saying it, but depending on who's listening, right? How people take that. We don't know how people are interpreting. No, we said it numerous times, Chauncey. That's right. a totally different thing. Your no, no. human self should not be saying this empathy, sympathy does not equate to me supporting you financially and things like that. If you that's not right, but Val just said it. Whoever said they asked for our financial support? That, that, that's why we just we were trying to break it down. What support what are you looking for? That's so, the first question. So Listen, we just had a whole almost hour conversation, all heated up because of the word support. What they mean support? I mean, all support. That could be like, gee, that's messed up. But we all scared they're gonna ask us for some. Here's the thing, right? For real, for real. When we first Why started, we, we about the word support. He didn't define it. She did. She defined it. Who defined it? When we first started. When I first started, yeah. I defined it. She defined it. I defined it. When I first started. You defined it. Kimmy defining it does not mean that that's what the Asian people want. You're right. You're right. You're right. But okay, let's let's get let's get an answer to this question, right? Because when I hear support, I hear same thing you say. I hear, I hear it could be in any form. But I have the, my, my mind tells me that because they're a close-knit community, they really don't want the type of support that we're thinking about. Absolutely. Is that better? Did I say it better? No, no but sometimes we- What does support have to do with-, with They're with, very low-key. They're very to themselves. And we- They're marching and protesting. I mean, they're marching and protesting now. They're marching and protesting now on the streets. Yeah, they're telling now they are. They don't want this to go. They marched in Black Lives Matter. Some Asians also marched in Black Lives Matter protests. Their march doesn't usually cause a whole lot of ruckus. So if I was in that community with them, and I'm not, I would prefer you guys that kind of protest differently stay out of this fight right here. Support us differently because we tend to get all, all over the place or we I, attract that type I, of I think that we, we attract that type of stuff. I think that- can I we just for the record- thing. I think it's a medium. Go ahead, Jay. Can we for the record exclude any of the Asian community that goes with the black community? Okay, so, because I, I went out to several Black Lives Matter protests and I never see any Asians. Not now, I might see some Asians I might see some Asians out there with food court, 
a food cart, then I might have seen somebody out there that had uh that that was like was a uh, behold it. But I mean seriously, you know, like they're Asian, but they were raised in the black hood. They were raised in the commu black community, so they 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 accepted by the black. I've seen a couple of those, so, but we, they 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 are you know, know, right. We know so how we feel. We I'm know just how saying we to Val's point. I'm just saying yeah, to Val's point. I don't, point. To be, I don't want people to think that we are against them. Period. I just don't know what the support looks like because I'm not going to be out there with them protesting. All I can do is make sure that we as a community are not causing additional heartache for them. That's what, that's how I feel. So we can't, we can't make that. Yeah. How can you do that? Because, but you just finished saying that you had a couple of black guys beating up some, we can talk to our own people. No, we can. Right. No, no. We, but this is the thing, right? That's what I was saying in the beginning about what is just regular crime versus what is this hate crime? We can't take, we're not going to take away crime, right? So if, if it happens to be an Asian woman that happens to be outside and she just happens to get robbed by a kid that happens to be black, does that make it a hate crime or does that make it just a regular crime? We can't decipher that. We can't say we, we can say if we see something, we can try to intervene. We can try and talk to them. But that's support. That's support. So well, that's it, may, it, may be the only, it may be the only way you have to offer it, but it's still support. That's, that's so, all I have to offer. So when we say, <laughs> what'd you say? No, that, that's all I have to offer because yeah. I don't know how I would be able to, or the people in my community would be able to add value to what they're trying to accomplish. But that is valid. Yeah. If we talk to our kids it's and we, because right is right. And wrong. Huh? What you say, Val? You said what they're trying to accomplish. I think they're trying not to die. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, but I mean, I know what you mean, but I think that if, and I keep saying the same thing over and over again. If I was in the type of close-knit community where we had very little problems and when we do have those problems, we kind of rally together and take care of it. I really don't want, I want certain kind of support. I don't want you all up in my stuff because you, uh, you're bringing attention to it. You already got your own fight. That's but, how I see it. it. Well, you know what? To me, it boils down to how I used to, how I felt too about when they would add in the LGBTQ community with, 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 with what Blacks were struggling with. They were equating that to be the same. So with, that's why I said, if we just simply start with the racism issue, the, the systemic racism that that is that we have in this country, it will help. Huh? Isn't that what we've been doing? No, what I'm saying is then everybody will benefit from it. But everyone feels like they need to say something out to be specific because we uh -huh. have been specific. So. If we start with one, I believe that the others will fall into place. But I used to have very strong feelings when they used to say that about the LGBTQ community. Um, so I don't see the difference between that fight and this one now. Can I ask? I want to. I have to jump off, but I just want to ask one question. I understand. Trust me, I understand where our, our you know, frustration comes at. But I, I 
I guess because one of one of the young ladies that I work with, who I really love, is an Asian girl. Grandfather was almost killed, right? And I don't hear people talking about the fact that if it was my grandfather, I'm a I'm hurt and appalled that somebody feels that they could just knock my grandfather in the head because of my grandfather is Asian. Just like I'm appalled that somebody felt it was okay to kill a black man just because he's a black man. And we seem to be um, arguing about this culture. Everybody's so frustrated right now. And I think like when I've seen a lot of the African-Americans beat up on the Asians, it's this anger because you know, people feel like they're being brown people are being so attacked and and, and we're in this pandemic and, and things are so hard and you got to take your frustrations out on somebody and then your mental health issues come into place. It's about rage. It really, to me, we don't talk about the fact that a human being shouldn't be because most of these are elderly people. It's not OK to be just knocking people down just because, you know, they knock and I get it and I agree with you and I think that if we all take care of our stuff get strong in our communities because they're knocking them down right here right now in my mother's community right now they're knocking them and taking their pocketbooks all day all night and it's not a hate it's not a hate crime but it's a crime it's, it's called crime not say don't don't look at them and don't be there for p- other people and other races but we need to clean up our own stuff Absolutely. and we can't do that we ain't doing we that. need to clean up our own stuff but if we but we all come from a perspective of what's right and wrong in a human perspective maybe we would clean up our own stuff but we're like i'm i can see him get knocked over because he purple but no, you know, I, I, I haven't heard anybody justify people getting knocked in their mm-hmm. head. You know, and I maybe you know people about that's justifying it, but if if you're justifying somebody being harmed physically, that's not right. Then that's something yeah. else is wrong with you. You know what I mean? It's just like that's how people wrong. said about Latino people. They coming over here and taking our jobs. So whatever happened to them is fine. That's that's a mindset, you know what I mean? Because that's what we don't want to work the job anyway. So the so stop telling lies. You wasn't you wasn't even looking for a damn job. So stop telling lies. So you get mad at them. Guess what? You didn't say that when the whole field went rotten because you you scared the Latino people away and nobody and you don't even want to go out there and pick up the fruit or anything like that. But you want to put them down. So don't get pissed off because you're not taking your ass out there and get and pick fruit or grapes or anything like that because you need it. The country needs a balance yeah. of people. People enrich the country. That's why it's called diversity and cultures. It, it enriches the country. But if you get mad talking about they're going to take your job, first apply. Apply first. Maybe that'll help. If you don't apply, you won't get the job either. So don't get mad. It's just some kind of t- um, hot air talking. Because those are the main people that don't even want a job themselves. So, yeah, let's try to close this out, y'all. Let's try to close this out, y'all. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, this was very, this was very heated, but I think that we all agree on one thing. People, we love people, and, and there is no excuse ever to want to harm, hurt, maim, murder, or, or do 
bodily injury to anyone. It's no excuse. You can't justify it. Um, I don't know how anybody would put a, a spin on hurting anyone. I don't, I don't know how you could, but I know I'm sure it's people that can do it and justify it, but um, I can't put justification on it. And like I said, when I opened this up, I have the greatest empathy for anybody who is murdered. You would not believe how I have the greatest empathy for a person that has been murdered. So when I say this, it's nothing against anyone in any community or culture. I respect the, the gift of life. And there's no conversation that we can ever have about how God has given us life. And if someone senselessly takes your life because they don't like the color of your skin, that that strikes deep. That strikes deep. And that that's nothing to do with I'm how I'm going to support you or whatever. That's a human issue. That's a human issue. And I don't think we're talking about that. The fight that we have as people of color, brown people, and how Asian people live, that's a whole total different fight. And it's going to be like that. I think that until we have some type of gathering together to say, hey, these are things that we feel that we need to work on. Because we got to work on the things we having problems with because we still, we got lots of challenges. And I think it's just the cultural environment of the, the country we live in. Like China said, when she goes into other countries, I've been in other countries, the atmosphere is different. Well, I don't know. I haven't been out the country lately, but when I used to go, it's different. It's a different mindset. But I think the world is changing. In the, in, in, and to me, it's not changing in a good way. It's not changing in a good way. So I think if people are being accepted to people being hurt or people being mistreated. So that's just my thought. So closing thoughts, please, um, everybody. We'll start with you, Val. Val? Um, My closing thoughts are I appreciate the conversation. And um, I I just, I wish that our, our core thought is about human race. And I think that that might help us to navigate through some other things. That's that's my thought. Thank you, Val. Chauncey? Um, My final thoughts would be that start at home. Like with everything else, simply start at home. Don't be one person in public and then someone else in private. Because little faces have big ears. Little faces have big eyes. They see more than we think. They hear more than we think. And so when they hear truth and they they hear love, they'll project that when they leave and walk outside the door. Okay, Jay. Um, first of all, I was going to say this is a great episode. I'm glad we had this opportunity to have this conversation. It's much needed, much needed. Um, and staying on topic, no, I uh, I never think we're wrong and for not basically protesting it. But more importantly, I don't think the Asian community really needs anything from us other than just respect and human compassion. Um, and I just hope that, you know, moving forward, we can find a way that strengthen the race relations um, in, in all the communities. That's what I hope that this platform can some kind of way bring light to the need for the, the black community and the Asian community to try 
and, and have a better relationship moving forward. But I do stand against all forms of hatred and bigotry against anybody. And um, that is what I stand with as a human being. Um, so those are my final thoughts on that. Thank you. Well, I, agree. I totally agree with you. I think we had to have this conversation because my idea of support and you guys' idea of support was totally different. I Sometimes I do take the road of staying in my lane and let people take care of their own issue. And if, like Chauncey said, if I see something, then I'm going to react and do what I can. But um, I'm glad we had this conversation because I think I look at things a little differently. Um, um, I, I would never, ever, um, I can't say ever, but I don't traditionally give support to people who give me because in my real life, that doesn't happen. Yeah. So I, 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 don't, I don't just say just because I don't get support from somebody or some group that I won't support them. However, I was under the mindset that they do very well with supporting themselves. And if we could just keep from adding additional harm to them, that's how I can support. And that's, that's, that's how I feel. Well, I agree. I'm scared to ask him how she What? I'm scared to ask him how she feels. You got passionate tonight, boy. <laughs> well, I get passionate because I, 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 I'll just say I, um, I get passionate about people of color because I think that we can be our own worst enemies ourselves. And I get passionate because um, I think that the fight sometimes is inside us, you know. And when I say to to do better, we have to look at um, uplifting, you know what I mean? That's the first thing is uplifting each other into a situation to, um, to, to not categorize each other. So that's why I get passionate about it. So please, um, don't, um, charge that to, to me, just know that, you know, it's nothing personal, but that's why I really feel, feel that, um, I wish that we could really change the narrative on that. So again, great episode, everybody. Um, thank you again. Um, love you all. And this was, um, let's just chit chat sis tonight. We were on the porch and it was, um, we, we almost broke the railings off, but, um, it was, it was an awesome conversation. It was Celeste, Chauncey, Val and Jay on the porch tonight. So everyone have a good evening and we'll see you back on the porch. Good night. Good night. Peace.